All right, we got a big one here. Welcome to another episode over here. And before I get into my intro, I just got to say one of the one of the strongest things that you can do in your life is to develop a certain powerful level of compassion right? Compassion towards other people, compassion towards yourself and allowing yourself to have that compassion, to have that, you know, not necessarily sympathy, but to have this like loving kindness kind of aura when you have people surrounding you in your life and and people all around you is a very powerful thing because in, in the last episode, if you heard the last episode of my podcast, I talked about how because they're, because we're you know there's such a large population because people are around us all the time, uh, our energy and our moods and and what happens to us is vitally affected by other people, but it doesn't have to be that way, correct? Because you're at the gates of your body and your soul and your mind, so you can allow yourself to not let the bad energy in to keep yourself refreshed, keep yourself happy, keep yourself motivated. That's all on you. And to have that control and to be able to wield that power of spirituality is something that's incredibly powerful. So in this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about how to develop compassion for other people. Let's do it. Welcome to another episode of The Life of Becoming You. This is Jonathan Gilardi, where we fire past your personal and professional development limited beliefs, and we forge an A-game you and advance you are ready to take on the world you, a you that realizes that you're in control. You have the power. You go about your day. The day doesn't control you. You control your day. Success is born on the ability to adapt and make better decisions quicker. This is on you. Everything's on you. Your decisions, your emotions. There was a famous book and it's, uh, about a guy who's been through like World War II and he wrote a book about it. I can't remember exactly his name, but he talked about one of the best things that he discovered was that no matter what happened, no matter what he saw, no matter what, it, what he's been through, the gift, the beautiful thing about it all was that he had the power to choose his emotion. What he felt, what he said, what he did, how he thought to control your mind. And think about that. No matter what's falling apart, what's working, not working, you have the power. You have the power to choose that emotion, choose that mindset. That is a gift. So when you're around all these people all the time, right, you have the power to control your emotions, refresh yourself. But also what I want you to do is to not uh, be, you know, to allow yourself to not judge right away in this automatic process that we do of other people, correct? Because as we judge and as we give negative energy to other people, what happens? We get negative energy ourselves. It is an absolute tennis game of energy, right? And the ball is the energy, you're gonna hit it at other people and they're gonna hit it back at you. So you wanna give positive energy so that positive energy could come back. You ever uh, in your life have someone that's really angry, really pissed off at you, and somehow it's not affecting you. You don't know how the gift of God dropped in your lap for this moment, and all of a sudden you're, you're just continuing to stay calm and being nice. You don't know how it, how it happened, but you're just in that way. You're in that mood. You're in that energy right now, and all of a sudden everything kind of clears out. You ever get in a fight with your relationship, and you're having one of those days where you're just calm, and they're, they're lit, they're pissed, they're up, right? <laughs> and you're calm. You're in the, you're in the moment. You're... You just kind of, you have the certainty that things are going to work out. And all of a sudden, like in the, in, a, in the blink of an eye, their energy just comes down. And all of a sudden, they're looking at you differently. They're not angry. They're just upset. They're hurt. They want to work it out, but they love you. That is the energy that, that you're reflecting back at yourself. And this is something that's really powerful because, again, we are surrounded by people at your job, at your home. You know, you're constantly getting texts, notified, phone calls. 
everything, right? So to control uh, the amount of compassion you have for other people, especially when they're doing things that you don't, you know, are are are, so, are wrong, uh, you know, to your point of view, is a really powerful thing to continue to to live a happier life, and that's what we're here for. You want to live a happy life. You want to live a vibrant life. You want to feel good. You want to feel happy. You want to laugh and shout with other people. You want to go out and experience things with your friends and your family. You want to you want to you know jump in your career. You want to be happy. You want to be vibrant. These are things that we control every single day. And having compassion for other people and increasing your compassion for other people is one of the best ways to stay in a positive state all throughout the day. If you're happier, you're more successful. It's proven through science. Let's get into it. Number one, don't label people. Labeling Now, you might say, okay, of course, don't label people. But let me get into this because labeling has become an automatic thing in our day. We're not noticing that we're doing it. For example, let's say you're an actor, right? So this happens all the time because as you know, in my past, I, I, I was an actor, uh, which was very great for motivational speaking and stuff because it got me used to being on stage. Everything happens for a reason. It's powerful. Uh, so... One of the things that I noticed was that you can be in the union and then if you're not in the union, you can still work on the same set. It's just that you have to get a contract from the union that allows you to work on a non-union set, right? Or a non-union theater show, whatever it is. But what would happen is, what I noticed is that on the first rehearsal and within the next couple, the people that were in the union would all of a sudden, even if they didn't know each other, be in their own group, right? And the people that were in non-union were kind of in their own little groups. And this was an automatic thing that I never noticed until I started to really dive into personal development. Now, to a part of it, it's understandable. Why? Because in the union, you're going through more things together, right? Not necessarily more things, but you're going through the same circumstances, right? You have more in common. You have more to talk about. So in a way, it's justified as why that happens. But the problem with that is you're not opening yourself up to the magnificent people that may be around you that are in non-union. And what happens is you're your body's automatically assuming, for one, it's not forming unity. And for two, it's actually putting out this bad vibe, right? Clicks in school. You have the goth click. You have the popular click. Right? This is why it's wired to us because at school we've went through this. You have the nerds, you have the, the average Joes, you know, you have all these cliques and all these groups, and that's why we're, we're wired to separate, and that's why we don't even notice. But the truth is that you miss out on the beauty of people. You know how many people have been, uh, if I could say, lower in my career, which I wouldn't even say that, but for this example, let's just say, you know how many people have been lower than me in my career, which is BS. Because they have their own process, their own journey, their own steps. But let's say they've been lowered. And I talk with them because I'm open to talk to everybody. No doubt. Okay, unity is powerful. Talk to everybody. Give to everybody. And guess what? You form a circle of positive people in your life. Well, you know how many times people that are quote unquote lower than me have given me insight? Even if they told me 15 things that I knew, they told me one thing I didn't know and that changed the game for me. Right? So to have compassion for others is to take away the labels, is to take away being on a pedestal and looking down at people because in the end, that doesn't promote good emotions in your body. In the end, that's building your ego. It means you're working from your ego and you're not working from your heart and your soul. And because of that, you're welcoming defeat. 
You're welcoming the next fail that you have is not going to be easy because you've built your ego up so high. So to go in and be the person that connects with everyone, to be the person that smiles. And you know what? If you're not a talker and you're not a socializer, then it's just helpful to just say hi, speak. But even if you don't do any of that, just to take away the labels and even better, just to noticing that the labeling is happening in your life is going to be substantial to you. So I hope that you can find a way to create this kind of equilibrium of positivity and and emotions with every single person and to realize that we're all alike. We're all together in this world. We're all doing our own thing. And that brings me directly into the next point is that we're all number two. We are all on our own journey. Part of what's taking you out of the labeling is the fact that understanding that everybody has their own journey. So let's say that you're meeting up with a couple friends and they are, you know, I don't know, let's say you go out, you go out to a, to a bar, you go out to an event and they're getting like blasted and, and you're, you know, at the stage in your life where you're trying not to do that anymore, right? They're all drinking, they're smoking, they're doing whatever they want to do. Yet you in your life, you're kind of at the point where things are rocking and rolling in your career. So you're pulling away from that. You'd rather go out and socialize have a couple of drinks, talk, and then go home, right? But now you feel weird because you used to do that, but you're not doing it anymore. So now you find yourself judging the other people that are in the same career, the same business as you, saying, why are you guys doing this? Because we got to get focused. We got to get real. We got to grind our gears. We got to keep moving, right? So all of a sudden you have this new personality because you're upgrading yourself to the next level, yet now you find yourself judging other people and having these negative emotions implanted in your body and spreading that negative, negative energy to them but know that they have their own journey. We're all in different places. So I wanna say it doesn't give you the right to be judging other people. Now look, there's a big difference from judging other people and kind of having this weird chip on your shoulder to actually reaching out to them and being like, hey, what if you guys do this with me? What if we do a challenge where we stay focused and we stay healthy and we, you know, that's a different vibe, but you're never going to hit that energy. You're never going to hit that, that influential challenge to make your team better and make the people in your life better. If you're not accepting that they have their own journey, right? I mean, how many people talk about their career? I have someone in my life uh, who's a singer and she forfeits everything to God, right? So she doesn't, in my opinion, she doesn't take a lot of action. She's a great singer, but she doesn't want to have any social media presence, right? She doesn't want to be on any social media channel. She disagrees with that and everything. Now, and she forfeits everything to God. So she's thinking things are going to happen, correct? Now, this puts me as a coach in a very tough position because for one, do I agree that you don't need to be on social media? Eh, I don't know. That's a tough thing. Having an online presence for someone who has a goal to be famous, a goal to be a famous singer, and a goal to change the singing game as a, as a whole? Well, you're going to need online presence. And that's something that I truly believe. I mean, we're in a world of technology right now. So how do I approach this, right? For one, we all have our own journey. So there's two things I wanted her to implement. Take action. You have to take action. No matter what, you got to take action. Even if you don't know the action to take, take some kind of form of action. Take a baby step. Do something that's going to get you ahead 
than, you know, more ahead than you were the day before. Because even the littlest action pumps up mo momentum. And we all know motivation is rooted from momentum. As you build momentum, you build motivation, you build confidence, you build belief, and you're going to be a, a fire that you can't put out, a positive fire that is blue flame that's going up in their life. So how do I handle that? Well, I'm not a coach, I'm a friend. So because if I didn't understand we all have our own journey, our own thoughts, our own process, it'd be very easy for me to get frustrated and for me to be like, that. you're so wrong about that. You need an online presence. You need to be taking action. I don't know what you're thinking and blah, blah, blah. Now, that's one conversation or the other conversation can go as a friend. I accept where you are and what you're thinking. I do want to recommend you try a couple of different things or at least just consider a couple of the things that I'm telling you because I care about you because I want you to be better. That's conversation number two. And that conversation is having compassion for another person, even though you disagree with their process. And it's not even that I disagree. It's the fact that I think that there's an improved way to go about it. Correct? Anybody that's listening to this that are marketers that are in business, I'm sure you're going to understand exactly where I'm coming from, right? But as you develop more compassion for others and as you develop, this is your journey and I accept that because we all have different journeys, you're also embedding influence in your body. And with that influence, not only will you change other people's lives, but you'll change yourself because you'll start to understand yourself and your journey. And also on top of that, as an added bonus, you'll stop comparing yourself to people because you all have your own journey. And that's something that is vitally healthy because I see people nowadays comparing themselves to the top dogs. And I'm like, it's your first year in a business. You can't be comparing yourself to the top dogs. I mean, come on. You know, I have uh, speakers that I know that are saying, I can't talk like that guy. He's amazing. He's so relaxed. And I'm like, yeah, but find him 15, 20 years ago at the start of his business. I bet you he was absolutely awful because anybody that's really crazy successful has one of two things. Either they've grown into a business that their family gave them, which I don't see a lot of, at least not in my surroundings, or they failed and 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 failed, 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 work really hard, got better, and then hit success. It's infatuating to me people's successful lives because I know how much they've been through to get there, especially in the overpopular days that we have today, but you can do it but you all have your own journey. And the last thing I want to do, uh, which uh, falls under more of emotions and vibe, is I want you to understand that people work in different day, in different ways. Now, what I'm about to talk about is probably going to be your biggest takeaway for developing compassion for other people. Because you're, you're going to find this every single day. It's when you get someone that's rude, that's mean to you, that brings it down. How do you have compassion for them? Right? They're disrespecting you. <laughs> how, can you how can you have compassion for someone that's just saying, F off, man, you know? <laughs> but you can. Because here's the thing, is that we all work in different ways. So maybe you're the nice guy that goes around, compliments people, is happy with people. When someone messes up on the job, uh, you say, okay, this is what we can do next time, but you know, good effort, and then you move on, correct? When another person might go, what the F is wrong with you? What were you thinking? Why would you do this? And the guy who made the mistake is like, man, it was just an accident. Like, I'll get better next time. 
You know, so you have this guy that, you know, you can lead this guy in very two different ways. Which way do you think I would choose? Of course, I would choose a way that's, you know, let's adjust it, let's learn, and let's keep going because we all make mistakes. But is it wrong for it to have that boss that really dives into you aggressively? It's a great question. For one, we may have our own journeys. Maybe that, you know, the guy who's making that mistake needs someone aggressive in his life right now, right? Maybe that's what he needs to really give him a kick in the ass because he has old habits he needs to break. So that can be a good thing. So you can't really judge the situation. But on the other hand, coming from the speaker, the guy who's being aggressive, the boss, that's the way he works, right? So you got to look at it from a neutral standpoint is that you have the nice guy and the aggressive boss, right? Nice boss and the aggressive boss, right? And which that's a label right there. But, you know, for this circumstance, we're just going to pretend that's the way it is. So you have the nice boss and the aggressive boss. Which one is better? Well, if we go into influence and we go into job management and daily operations, you might go with the nice one because happy staff is a more motivated staff. They do better performance, better productivity. But what I'm talking about is the object of the, of the angry boss. This is the way he works. This is the way he's wired. This is his, his vibe. So to have compassion for someone like that, you just need to understand that that's simply from a neutral standpoint, the way that they run their life. So it's not about you. It has nothing to do with you. That anger, that upset, even though it was your mistake, still has nothing to do with you. So to allow that energy to get you pissed off and to think about it throughout the entire day and over the next couple days and really stress your body for multiple days from a bad comment you got really is irrelevant and it hurts your health for absolutely no reason because let's face it, that's the way they're wired. And on top of that, to add in one more note, if they are stressed and angry all the time, there's a, you know, it's good to have compassion for them because they're probably stressed out and angry in their life a lot. So that's another reason to say, hey, like, I'm just going to send you good energy, send you some love, and hopefully, you know, your day can get better and your vibe can get better. So I hope you got a lot out of this. Developing compassion for other people can be such a powerful thing in your life, and it can really change the game for you. So I hope you enjoyed this, my friends. If you love this episode, please give me a rating on Apple Podcasts. Let me know what you liked about this episode. Let me know what you like in other episodes. Pass the word around to your friends. It helps me. I thank you so much for being part of this community. Also on Instagram, take a snapshot. I just hit 10,000 followers. Thank you guys so much. That is awesome. <laughs> so uh, this community has been amazing. I really do genuinely thank you. Uh, so take a snapshot, hashtag Jonathan Gilardi. Let your friends know about this episode. Uh, get the word around. Be that positive person in your community. And I'll see you on the next episode of The Life of Becoming You. Take care. <laughs>